I'm Emmanuel. I'm Kelechi. I'm Essie. And this is The, the Gist. Gist. Join us as we journey through the world of pop culture, politics, and the pursuits of happiness. You can join in on the conversation by following us on Facebook and SoundCloud at The Gist and on Twitter at We Are The Gist. Now let's roll. And we are back. I hope this is recording. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> so, as some people know. Um, okay, so February is was Black History Month by the time this comes out, and in America, in America, in the UK is in October, I believe. But at least it's a the thing. long month. We need some, yeah, it's a full thirty-one days. Is it thirty or thirty-one? It's thirty, not thirty-one. Sorry, that's November. But um, so we're going to have a discussion. Obviously, it's not going to be as exhaustive as we want it to be on you know the relationship between Africans and African Americans, and you know the apparent rift that seems to be there yeah but before then just you know a few black i mean it's not really black some of these black excellence I'll, I'll start with the sad stories first this month marks i believe it was five years since trevor martin was killed rest in peace wow. my brother and you know it's, it's, it's surreal to think that this happened that long ago because i still remember clearly like, yeah. when george zimmerman was found not guilty and i was like this is insane and you know, it's just so sad that since he died and since he was murdered and kicked off this movement, there have been literally hundreds of other black people, men, women, and children as young as 12 who have been killed by the police, including up to last week where the police pulled out their gun on a 13 year old boy because he stepped on somebody's lawn. Wow. And the guy, and first of all, the cop was undercover, so they didn't even, I mean, you wouldn't have known. So he was pulling this boy by his shoulder. His friends were trying to, you know, push him off. And it was like, first of all, how many people did things like that when they were kids? I don't understand this mentality that America has where they need this show of force mm-hmm. for menial bullshit. Mm-hmm. The police is not there to stop people from walking on a neighbor's lawn or from like that stuff that you just say don't do that again and you probably have to say it seven times before a child right. actually stops are we forgetting what children, children. are because we all there's nobody who didn't misbehave or didn't listen to their parents or didn't break rules when they were growing up should we all be in prison I now mean, it's different you can't be a child if you're a child and black at the same like i don't understand i really don't get it and you like, know there are a lot of things you just can't do that everybody else can do just because you're, you're also black. black it doesn't make sense and you know it's the same thing there's a documentary on spike is this guy spike and jay-z is involved again to those that say that jay-z and beyonce are, are not pro-black so this guy his name was Khalif browder i'm sure everyone has heard the story right now if you haven't you should find it out he was featured in 13th as well i think he was 17 mm-hmm. or 18. he did nothing he was walking home the police picked him up said they were looking for a suspect get out there and he'll be out in 24 hours when they clear him Imagine. he went to jail for eight years he didn't, he, he didn't do anything he went to jail for 8 years waiting for his trial dates while he was in jail they tried to get him to take a plea deal for a lesser offense just so they could give him like 1 or 2 years he said no I didn't do anything Like he didn't do anything Literally. not even that he stole sweets he did nothing and Wait, what did because he refused it was like a robbery or some other yeah. offense from somebody else who didn't even look like him and because he, he didn't have the money to bail himself out, they kept him in prison waiting for his trial date for 
those years. During that time, he was beaten by the inmates. He was beaten by other police officers in prison, put in solitary confinement. Now, scientists and people who study human behavior have said that solitary confinement is built to break you Mm -hmm. in less than 30 days. Mm -hmm. He was there for years. Wow. Right? And finally, they released him and dropped all charges because he didn't do anything in the first place. I don't know if they compensated him, I doubt. No, they didn't. And that's eight years or more of his life gone. Yep. I, I think it was four or five, but it was a multiple of years he was in prison. And when he came out, he was suffering from severe mental stress and he hung himself. Yep. And in that case, it's like, you, who, who will you even hold responsible? I don't understand when things like that happen, how... How the government doesn't say we fucked up. Because they don't Cause care. Because literally the system failed him. But actually, they don't care. Because like, there's still people who are still saying they don't understand Black Lives Matter being, in 2017 with no, all this evidence. Regardless of the fact that he... Let's not even look at his color. A human being was picked up for, for no nothing. reason. Was put in jail for no reason. Was there for multiple years, not days, years for no Including reason. Solitary confinement. He was assaulted, and basically they tried to break him so that he would go to prison for more years for no reason. All the while you're here saying I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. They're making it seem as if you're some thuggish character, which you're not. Which you're. I mean, you're just walking. He was a child. Literally. Just walking, not even old enough to pick up, you know, beer. He was a child, and then he comes out of prison. Nobody is going to compensate him. They might not even tell him sorry. It will probably just be like, oh, whatever, you're clear, bye. And I'm sure Do there's this. some part Nobody of the gives fact a shit that about you know, what happens to his life after. Black people don't believe in counseling, and most people think that going to prison gives you street cred in the black community. So I'm sure people ignored him when he said. Listen, so uh, something is going on. I'm sure that there's a part of that as well. People didn't take care to what about his mental health, and then he hung himself. I feel like like what do you do? There, there has to what be some version of PTSD that comes mm-hmm. out of that. Mm-hmm. I just don't even understand how he survived the whole eight years. I don't know how the fact that like, he su- that's resilient. When I was watching that thing, I was like, wow. I just you have a strong spirit, but the fact that he came out and then hung himself says because so the much. thing is, it's just like I think he was expecting. No, seriously, life is really shit. No, seriously, what are we doing here, Kelechi? No, I'm starting. No, seriously, this, 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 these kind of stories just make me so mad because it's like I start to not think like, who were we brought brought on this earth to, to do? do? Like, who do we? Nobody owes anybody. Just the fact nobody that they have anybody. created a system called government and they have policies and stuff like that doesn't mean that you have the rights to. Just mistreat anybody anyhow. Like, how can you do this? Somebody's life. He was a kid. This is a human a being's life. He's a kid. Like, These are the same people who claim to be pro-life. I don't I like understand. abortion. But yet, once the child is born, is to help with them. I don't understand. Right? And that's what, if you're like, going to kill somebody, I'd rather you abort you them have, you than kill them when they're grown. Like, you know, I, I, I just I, don't I, get I, it. So the judges that... Because there has to be a procedure. There has to be a system. Mm-hmm. That does not allow this to happen. Because I don't understand. Didn't you go for... 
No, so you have to have no. You said he was waiting for his trial. That's how it but works. Then, like when you're accused him. of something, right? Yeah. You either post bail. Yeah. Or but then, you're locked but in then prison. And bail was basically room. set up. Yeah, but so you, that people who are risky don't run away before you, their trial. But before the bail is set, you would still enter the court. But that's just for bail. Like your case is not tried. Period. You when you go to court, that's a it's called a bail hearing. And you mm-hmm. go there to decide on the amount of your bail. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you go. No, if you can pay your money, the judge. Uh-huh. All he does is bail. Like he doesn't do yeah. anything else. If you can so pay your money, bring- you go home that day. If you can't, you stay in yep. the facility until your trial. So it probably went That's down it. like this. They brought him in in handcuffs. The state is a black man. Was probably like, blah, 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 blah. Is a flight risk. We're going to put this amount. The judge was like, okay, bill set Stamp. up X. And he couldn't afford this. Is, and then he was in jail he was on Rikers Island stop yes that's the prison he was in Rikers Island that's where he was that 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 that, that's a notorious prison that's one of the just google Rikers Island that prison is dangerous that prison is serious. People who are on Rikers Island are no joke. Okay, so my and they sent is, a child there. But that's the thing. Like there has to be a system put in place because no matter what, just people are gonna arrest the wrong people, right? Mm-hmm. How do you make sure that the bail system doesn't dis- dis- put them in the- because okay? If you I watch thirteen, you watch thirteen, right? right? What did they t- what did they tell you about the bail system, mm-hmm. Alec? So these things are systems. Set up by people who want to make money. Mm-hmm. Alec is now transitioning from imprisonment yeah. to bail to make money. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, these things are not like it's easy to get frustrated, which we are. But you have to look at it. These are systems, mm-hmm. and this is why when people talk about white supremacy, we're not talking about white people. One, one, one. Yeah. It's, a it's a system run by old white men, predominantly, who are just making money off the backs of. Idiots who don't know what is going on. Because at the end of the day, this system, we can protest all we want and not to knock a protest. But those men are not changing anything. Because why should they? Their life is not being harmed. Nothing is happening to them. Nope. What's their incentive to change it? Nothing. So at some point, you, you have to... I honestly don't know what like, to do. The thing, it goes so far it's deep like, it's that so when deep. you think about it, you're almost frustrated and you don't want to do anything. Like, but like you actually still have, like you still have to go and fight for what it is you believe in and have your voice. You have to make and noise. let it be known that the things that are happening are not okay. But in the back of your mind, you know that it goes well beyond the people who signed the checks for George Zimmerman. Like it goes well, like it is way above his pay grade. Way, way above his. You pay probably grade. will never meet the people who are responsible for. Probably never. Like I, I will never, probably never see that person's face or even know that person's mm-hmm. name that is in charge of the system that has taken a life. And like, that is why you no, know. But why are they so afraid to re- uh, have a review these systems and policies that were created? Long a long fucking time ago. Let me tell you something. Before before not, thirteen, not how many documentaries? No, that's not the American. No, 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 but no, but, but <laughs> before thirteenth, right? How many documentaries had there been about prison and the industrial complex? Numerous, mostly done by white people. At the end of the day, they have an interest to protect. Mm-hmm. When Eva Duvernay went in there, she wasn't going there 
to say, oh, you know, we're going to sugarcoat this because white people have this tendency to make themselves, like they did in, in Hidden Figures, to invent a story about a white man knocking down the colored sign when in actuality, Catherine Johnson went into any toilet she wanted, mm-hmm. which is a stronger message yep. than saying a white man came to help her use the bathroom, which he did not do. So at the end of the day, it's going to take black people, brown people, minorities to expose these people because they have an interest in protecting what they're doing. They say, oh, they call it a white guilt. That doesn't help anybody. How many prison documentaries have numerous? How many of them mentioned Alec? Apart from John Oliver. How many of them mentioned any of the things that they said in 13th? You need people to hold the system accountable, people who don't benefit from the system. Because at the end of the day, if I'm eating from this check, I don't want the check to stop. So I'm not going to expose them. Mano, do you know what frustrates me about that statement? These people are not hungry. I mean, they're not hungry. They're they're, they're hungry for black lives and they're they're they're, they're taking them. That's what they want. But I mean, it's coming to an end. It is. But again, like they said in 13, we have to be very careful because these systems don't change. They don't end. They just morph. Yeah. Now it's morphing into bail. Mm-hmm. And very soon they they are also doing um, ankle monitors exactly. to imprison so you in your home. your home. So we need to be careful to watch mm-hmm. what these people are doing because they don't want to let go of that money. Money is a is a drug. They don't want to let go of it, and you have to fight. Money is actually probably it. the most powerful drug. Because we're here talking about Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Those are all pawns in the bigger scheme of what goes on in America. Mm-hmm. Yes, Trump is terrible and he's going to make it worse. But it's not like if she was in, all this would end. You would still need to fight. And people just... I think that's part of what people couldn't understand too. I mean, for some it was like, well, there's no difference. But clearly there was a difference in that one has made things worse with one maybe we just would have been in like the same place or it would have been slowly worse, not as dramatic... Like but, Trump yeah. is, is part of the people, I just, and I I'm think like, someone needs to do this kind it's of. It's really, it's, the story is really, it's really something. This guy's story, in in in, in, in particular, broke me down because this boy didn't do anything. Nothing. He didn't do anything. See how now Nothing. in the end he came out. Which means I can just be walking life. home one day and somebody can pick me up and that's the end Imagine. of my life. Like you have for what no reason? control over. Like who the fuck are you? Like for you what, what reason? Saying? Like for me, like Kelechi, the reason why, like how do, how I look at it is like, think about it though. At the end of the day, when God was creating all of us, or when we're all being created, we're all being created equal though. Mm-hmm. Nobody was picked nobody was given any special call, yeah, you know? nothing. Like nothing. so, at the end of the day, why is somebody like oh God? Why do you feel you have crazy? authority over my life? You are here to for serve, what? protect. Like, they like don't get when that. people see, when black people say we don't want policing our communities at all, they say, "Oh, then who will protect you? You're not protecting us. Who protect if us? You're not. It's for, leave. Just go. When the Just black panther was formed, then you are complaining. Just and, and it's like you know why people are frustrated, and I understand why people are rioting, and I will never bash them for doing it. For over a hundred years, black people have been complaining about this, and they've been saying that they are lying. You can go back and check stories as far back as Rodney King, because there was no video. He said, you're lying. It was a... Uh, what's that thing? He was in fear of his life. That's what they've been saying since. Now the video has come out. 
So white people are seeing this for the first time. Black people are not. Mm-hmm. They've known this has been and going on are, for generations. Like, you know the uh, Ferguson. No, no, no. The the woman that um, lied on the guy. I forgot his. I always forget his name. The one that. The woman that came out, the old woman, she said that she Oh, Emmett Till. Emmett Till. This has been going forget, on forever. I always forget his name. And now you act as if black people don't have a right to be angry because you're just finding out about this from Trevor Martin. Like, I... Sometimes when people say some statements about some people in this country, I understand where they're coming from. Because even me that didn't grow up in this... I'm yeah. extremely frustrated with, with people in this country. I can't imagine growing up in this. Like, I, I can't. Like, there was this, it might have been a poem or something, or just a video. Someone was explaining, like, growing up in America and being a minority or being black, like, you're growing up in conditions that, like, foster. Like a PTSD kind oh, of feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like it. something might not have happened to you, but your whole life you've been on alert. Like, how are we in it's a society? School. Like, I don't understand how. Because it's so frustrating. It's either you are getting bullied for your your color or your hair. There's always something. Like, something. And You're then, getting suspended more than your white friends. Yeah. Like, Everything. People who feel the need, like if coming here to school, I n- I noticed these things and I picked them up even from when I was like in back in Nigeria in an international school and being around other people, I started to pick it up from there. And here I picked it up even more that like in certain scenarios with different people, you like turn the volume down on your personality, whether it's loud. Whether it's flamboyant, whether you're quite yeah. like you're just less of yourself, yeah, yourself, so that people don't say you're yeah. being black and mm-hmm. you're being outrageous mm-hmm. and you're being belligerent. But like and you guys say, do the same, if not worse. That's why, that's what like you have the privilege to Africans, do all these when things. We come here. Africans and Nigerians in particular uh, well, are too proud. I'm like, I, who are you to tell me what I can and cannot do? I didn't grow There's, up in a country that did that. So, because here yeah, you have to diminish yourself, don't not, and you can see the difference yeah. so clearly. That is, and you know, because the topic that we're on is the relationship between, between African and American. Americans. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, right now, thinking about it, I would have, I love my third world country. Oh my God. I love my, like, like I wouldn't want to grow up and no offense, like, you know, like, it's just like, it's, I would rather, I would love my pockets to be fucked with than my mind. Mm-hmm. That's it. That listen, yeah. growing up, there's nothing you can tell me I could not do because I was black. What? Because we we poke fun at our parents can for saying, "Oh, they have that? two heads." But every African parent I know push their child to be first. Yeah. There's yeah. none that will say, yeah. "Oh, you're coming last." Oh, it's fine. None. Not a single one. And even if you didn't come first, yeah. you push yourself so yeah. much that. When you come here, wow. nobody can tell can't you tell otherwise. You. Can you it's like that's your, like it's nobody your, can tell you otherwise. It's, it's, it's like it's not even an option. Like what like, do you mean by two point five for see, who? See, like I for tried me? so hard to empathize with the way they've grown up in the society that they have been presented mm-hmm. with, 
but I will never understand because I didn't grow up here. Like nobody way. else in the world is going through this where the place where you are, people are telling you you can't be the best you because of how you because yeah. of something you can't change. Yeah. Like you literally are born this way and they're telling you because of that, here are the options. Not that yeah, they're only yeah, telling the you, you can have today. TV. You see it on TV, yeah. they reinforce it in media, like in schools, people are telling you, oh, well, I don't know if you should go to college. Maybe you should just focus it's on that. No, basket that's that's about, it's a question. Like, Can you think so about how you feel with it. or how you felt as a woman growing up and thinking that there was no way you could be president? Because you were a woman. Now think of black people in America before Obama thinking there's no way you could be they president. can be president. In as much as Obama can be criticized, mm-hmm. what he has done for the minds of some black people Seriously. in this country, you can't measure it on a yeah. scale. Yeah. Because for your whole yeah. life, your grandfather, so your great grandfather exactly. has grown up knowing that he can't go go past here. Mm-hmm. No, and imagine, here came this man. Imagine, you know oh, how when kids, you know how when kids they, they are younger anymore, it's the roof. Yeah, you know how kids couldn't. when they are younger, they ask them, well, "What do you want to be?" Even if they don't ask, they will never say. Pres- I mean, they will never. Because you even if, visualize imagine it. the handful of little boys that said, "Oh, maybe I want to become a president," their parents shut them down. So because what do you mean? Maybe you can be governor, but you can't be president. No, and he did it, and he did it twice. People should not wow. take what he did for granted. I mean, we can't. I think that like history is going to vindicate him. Yeah. yeah. And it is 20, 30 years from now, we'll look back and see the exactly. impact of I mean, what not he we, because we can see it. We can see it now. We can see it. Mm-hmm. The people who are our, the people who, I think we we are especially are in a very interesting position, position. because we're coming from completely outside of yeah. this country, but we also happen to have the skin color. That that, a, that they attribute all these negative things to. So like you come here and it's like obviously the shit they're saying is not true, but you see how ingrained mm-hmm. in their in in the culture of this place is that you're like damn yeah. this has gone so deep. It's in you yeah, guys. Yeah, and you can't anybody who is whether you are from Africa. If you are black and you have a heart, you will feel it. That's why I don't understand like other African Americans that literally. That, oh, well, African yeah, no, like, literally. The last yeah. time what, when I was showing, you know, when we went for the women's march and stuff yeah. like that, and you know how I was passionate about. I posted you on your friend that video. One woman from you know my workplace was like, "Oh, I want to thank you on behalf of all African Americans." for being so for caring about mm-hmm. for caring i didn't know like she was saying stuff like you know even though it's not your like ah no I they don't say that because said, they don't expect you to come they don't expect it but and, and i understand she yours. wasn't saying it coming from a bad place yeah. but i i have to tell her listen when i'm walking down the street they don't see african listen no, they mean, see black i mean you know? So if I'm in your country and I've stayed here for three years, I have the right to I will feel something too. I have the right to be mad. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so I think the African Americans it's about time that, you know, they they start recognizing that like and you know, I don't want to go into this whole pan Africanism thing. It's another topic on its own. We don't know if it's something that will work. But I think it won't, but <laughs> you know what? And I've expressed it but, in an area episode that you know before we go back just very briefly that 
Nigeria and African countries are not without their struggles. Mm-hmm. If you're coming back, you're not coming back to drink milk and honey. Yeah, you're so. coming back to struggle. <laughs> yep. And a lot of them have this romanticized picture of Africa. See, they're going to come back. They listen mean, to Uma Johnson they speak about Africa. The other. They think they're coming back. I mean, the ones who want to come back, because those who think we have AIDS do not want to come back yeah. and we don't need them. <laughs> Those who want to come back, think of this majestic coming to America, Zamunda-like place, yep. where they're going to come and be kings and queens and be celebrated, and their natural hair will be blowing in the wind. That's not what's going to happen. Nope. They're going to come and see weaves and bleaching cream and government corruption, just like you see it here. Mm-hmm. So Pan-Africanism might be an answer, but it's not the silver bullet in the issue. Because nope. and also, where is the space? There are 150 million on track to be 200 million people in Nigeria. You're coming to occupy space that's not yours. Let's be very frank. So, there's no space. It's so, so unfortunate to say, but so much time passed and so much, so much societal, I guess, changes. changes and like just the structure of the way you guys have lived for so many years has severed the connection between i think it has severed it has weakened i think it has severed a very very important connection because see the way we're talking about this now if there was still somewhat of a connection regardless of the fact that there's no space because if you look at like a lot of Asian countries now, there's still a way they will embrace the people who get kicked out yeah. of the Western world. But we're not exactly overpopulated. Yes, yes, but there's still and a way that they say, fine, we figure it out. But because we're dealing with our own issues here, and African Americans are dealing with their own issues here, and everybody is just trying to figure out their own shit, it just seems to me like. It's more convenient for everybody to just try and stay separated and figure it out than but to come but together. Is what I to. see. But and you know, just so that what I said is not mis- misconstrued, I'm not saying that African Americans or those who want to move back are not welcome mm-hmm. or you'll be thrown. I'm just saying that you know, realize that you're still it's still going to be a struggle. It's going to be a different and struggle. There are a lot of people on the continent who are not going to step aside. Because if we're being honest, mm-hmm. like a lot of. African Americans have a little chip where they feel like they're above us. And some of us, of course, also feel like we're above them because mm-hmm. we don't sag our pants and do stuff like that. So it's kind of like there's going the to be of, some friction that, that is, happens when we that come is back. That's part of so, the severed tie I'm no, talking but about. Again, These are wrong, one people. They're literally from the same place. What's wrong with having people in the diaspora? That's what this That's is what called I'm now. That's what I'm saying. That right to now, have it looks a whole like, African community it like, worldwide. Okay, it looks like, okay, right now, the best option is that Fight for the land that you're on. That's your own, right? Because now. this land is not yes. even for the white people. It's, it's not. not for them. And also, remember this. White people are the minority globally. Globally, True. the majority of people on planet Earth are colored. They are not white. White people are a minority worldwide. Mm-hmm. I said this diaspora thing is more powerful than people think. We don't all have to move back to the continent of Africa. Because yeah. that's not feasible. Because mm-hmm. we can have all these great dreams. But at the end of the day, money-wise... Space-wise, yeah. infrastructure-wise, is not possible for think, every single black person. I think world. Do you know how many black people are in Brazil? Apart from from Nigeria Africa, is number one, the Brazil most is number two. black people are in Brazil, number yeah. two. 
So where move where? Funny enough, you will never even That's get what it. I was you never associate blackness you know, with Brazil. The, the thing that made me laugh when I when I heard this, and it must have been in Yaba Blaze class yeah. also. The when I heard this thing, in my head I was like, hmm, hashtag Brazilian hair. That is so funny. Brazilian right? hair is the hair on your right. head. That right. is actually right. so hilarious. Like Oh, are you serious? This is Brazilian that hair. That is quite hilarious to me because Brazilian, Brazilian hair is not that. Is those are the light skinned Brazilians. To, those are not Brazilians. Like, per se. People, I mean, they are, but. Even the idea of the light skinned Brazilian comes from, you know, the mix of the different people that colonized. Like, come on. Guys. Wait, so you say some Brazilians have the same hair? that that is Brazilian hair. Bra- oh, go I, to Nigeria, right? Look at them. Go to Brazil is the same thing with a couple areas where it's majority white people, majority light people. Thing the woman that was crowned. What's the name of that dance? Like they have this dance that they do in Brazil. There was is it the salsa thing? Yeah, it's like something like salsa, but they they take it very seriously because she was black and they were again. Yeah, yeah, same thing now that happens. Yeah, but I thought she was a rare. She's a rare thing because they only push the fair skin people forward. You thought there weren't that many? Yeah, that's why. No, I thought. The Nigeria is number one. Brazil pushed. is number two. South America has a lot of black wow. people. Wow, that's the first stop. That that was the first stop for most of the slave ships. Okay. Yeah, okay. So now let me I'm ask you about this. it. When you think about, because the colorism thing happened around the world in the very, it's all the same story. The you know, in terms of mm. lighter people are viewed as this, darker skinned people are viewed as this. So. When I say India to you, mm-hmm. what skin tone are you thinking about? You know, the closer oh. to this world than closer to me, right? Yeah, quite. I actually often. think of brown. I think Indian. of brown. Yeah, I quite think of unfortunately, brown. they're a lot darker than people or than mainstream media has allowed to show. To show and. Even within themselves, it's like this whole system. thing of oh, you know, the South Indians are this, Northern Indians are this. And I remember my friend Anya was explaining to me freshman year. She's Indian. She's back there now. She was explaining to me how like her and all the people that look like her, and that is the general look of what people think Indians to be like mm-hmm. on the Tanner side, but still, you know, not like that dark. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that's already a mix of a bunch of things like the darker 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 people tend to be the ones that aren't even mixed with anything i was just like wow so all over the world right one guy decided that this color thing is going Anti- to be just blackness the, the rule that we're all going to abide by for and some reason europe or the british colonized everywhere, everywhere. so they, they they made the rules Yep, and we still follow them for reasons I do not know, but it's the you know, same with the, I mean, just to so the the main meets which I mean, we, I, will, I mean, I think we'll still go ahead because this is an, an important discussion. Yeah, but we'll try and be very concise in our points so we don't run too long. About like we said before, there's a rift, right? Yep, between Africans and African Americans. It seems it doesn't seem there is, mm-hmm. and like we said just right now, actually, they the you know. Some of us think that we're better than them, us being Africans, and some of them think that they're better than us. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the first racial slur that was used at me was from another black person in America, not from a white person, calling me nigger or anything. It was another black person who used the famous, you know, African booty scratcher. And like, 
That thing is so played and so stupid. I like, never understood. How do you like? To, what does it mean? to me, it wasn't an insult at the time. I was just laughing, but I still slapped him. But I was still laughing. For and those of you that don't know what it means, uh, I think it means like it's just depicting like British scratcher, like you know, a primitive yeah. primate. No primates now. The way they you know. They scratch, yeah, scratch their butts and they're, they're not sanitary. They just seem simple. It just seems sim- simple. Simple-minded. Simple-minded people. Simple. And, like you know, simple. that really is not the case on so many levels. I can start from education to everything else. But I, this is not a bashing session. This is just an understanding session. See, so, when I think I'm of just, mm-hmm. when I think of the rift, everything, and I, re- I think we're watching... We must have been watching Grapevine and this guy was talking about how oh, we can't keep blaming everything on white people. Fine and good, have your seat, sir. Because the one with the white girlfriend the... now, monkey. <laughs> because like And that wasn't monkey in a racial way, the, just a monkey. The idea Okay, so there's a place. It happens to have majority black bodies. We call it Africa. Only black bodies. Only black bodies. Let's use that. Some of the black bodies were stolen and put in other parts of the world. After, let's say, a couple hundred years, these black bodies now have a notion of the place they came from. Who do you think came up with that notion? If they themselves came from this place, it must have been the people who brought them and controlled them and controlled the society they were in. So that, that is the riff that I'm referring to. The moment their idea of their home changed the connection was severed to me. Now, like, like now we're trying to rebuild the connection, but I think it was... you don't know where was... you're coming from, you just become like hopeless. It's well, like you don't know anything good about you. And that's part that. of the thing that I tried to empathize with them is that like me now, I think a couple days ago, I was just thinking about this, like, oh, my mom is Ishakir and my dad is Igbo. Like, I have two cultures, but they can't identify with one. They can't place... A lot of people can't place the country they're from. They can't even place whether they're from West Africa, or they might have been the ones that came from South Africa, or the ones that came from East from Africa, East. Africa. Africa. Like we take some things for granted, and I know some these are like smaller things that don't exactly amount to anything huge. Oh, they but do. they don't know but where a lot so of people confident. don't know where they're from. Like Asian Americans can still tie themselves to where they're from, like. How is that not a problem to people? It's a problem. Especially the people who say, oh, well, I'm African-American. I don't, you know, no, I'm black. Don't put Africa in it. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, have any ties to Africa. That was a long time ago, blah, blah. It's like, okay, fine, I'm cool. You're not coming. You think you don't come from anywhere, but you wouldn't exist if not for this place. I know that you're here because of very fucked up things that have happened in the history of mankind but you have to acknowledge that you came from somewhere, right? Oh, they, deep down. Or are you just fine not down. having a no, sense of just, place? They're just frightened. Because they're frightened. If you ask Donald Trump today if you have stake in America, Raven Simone, he'll probably say no because of all the mixes you claim to have. Like, do you actually belong to either one of those things? Probably not. Will any of those groups actually claim you? I highly doubt it. Like, that tends to be the way things are with a lot of people who don't fit into the white male but there's, settler but there's category. only one box is white and other yeah, that's why exactly. i laugh at people who exactly. put 
mixed Irish, Belgian, Scandinavian, Jamaican. My God, you are black. And, I, I, and you see that picture and it's like, doesn't ah, matter. where are these mixes? <laughs> I must have mixed you very well though. Because you are black. <laughs> You, I like, saw I'm mixed, I'm half Cantonese, like, I'm quarter. Yeah, because like, it makes you exotic, right? It's, it's a concept of it's exotic. It's so messed up. But uh, the one that makes me laugh sometimes is especially when they say they're part Native American. In their mind, they're thinking, oh, I'm exotic. Do you know? Native Americans are black. I mean, they, they're not they, black, but they're colored people. Yeah, they're they still, people, but they give I'm so sorry to say, but you still you know, don't own nice any, texture. any claim to America in the end. Like, Nobody's going to give you anything. You can say you're Native American. You can say anything you want that is under the sun. Come up with any theory you want. The fact that you're not white. You don't... This They have said this is not your home. After all, they're trying to kick out people who are citizens. Who are black. Who are who like, who just happen to no, not honestly, look like them. Deep down, so, deep down, everybody wants to find their, their home. Where they originally come from. And I've been watching these Ancestry.com ads yeah and it's like and a lot of white americans actually doing this because they kind of feel like they want to know exactly where their ancestors came from and people are finding out weird things different things if i was white and i wouldn't want are... to know who who, who who my ancestors were why because they're pillagers and rapists <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I'm going to say that. But what I is mean, that? Facts. But, no, facts. but what does that have to do with anything if you already know that? Why yeah, not, yeah, why not they, just... They yeah, just want to know the countries. Generally, so well, like some of them are in denial, but, Some of them are in denial, but my point is that these people are finding out that, okay, I'm, I'm what? I'm Scottish, I'm this, this, this. Then they start now reading more about well, their... Yeah. And then trying it's to a get sense of connection to, to a culture. Yeah, it's a sense of connection especially, to a culture. Everybody wants that. Especially in... Like, if you look at countries like Nigeria now, let's say a family of Chinese people moved over to Nigeria for business or something and they, you know, started their family in Nigeria and they haven't moved back since. The kids probably identify with China and identify with Nigeria. That's cool. But for, like... African Americans and Americans that are white that are here, they've been here so long and they've mixed so much that like they don't actually know where they are all from. So to connect back is such a big deal to them because America on its own is, as everybody likes to say, a melting pot of all these cultures. Mm -hmm. So they want to be able to identify with at least one. Yeah. You know, like just That's that, why these just that tie back home of Hebrews and Israelites. Um, people who so claim that African Americans are not Africans, that they're Hebrews, and mm -hmm. that's why we sold them because they were not our people. Yeah, that's what they are saying. So how that, did they identify yeah. them? They're, they're they said that the people that were sold. So that means if you are here, like if you are originally from here and you're black, like automatically you're know saying so that you were part, you were part of the chosen. And this people. is this riff we talk about, right? Because. There's so much misinformation on that's what I'm yeah. We're misinformed about African Americans and African Americans are misinformed about us. Yeah. That it seems like we can't there's but always the so thing, much. The friction. thing is that there are new stories coming up. I would think false. that these new age groups and stuff like that, they would at least have more sense or be more what's, conscious of what's their incentive? I was about these to say what's the to sell their books and movies. That's their so everything. There's Being nothing in this life kingdom. that you can't trace back to money, which is very sad. It's really sad. It's really, because that's so the incentive. You're telling me people that go about with Bibles, like, like long dresses looking like no. Abraham's godfather. No. 
Hey! No. <laughs> no, seriously, these people go on the side of the streets and preach and stuff like that. That they are Hebrew Israelites. So did the, the Pharisees you know. and Sadducees get the <laughs> trash? Oh my god. So, I mean, yeah, this is just the same thing again. Because I, I feel like, you know, to quote, to go to the Bible, right? We see how they treated Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a radical, you call him left leaning. He didn't make them stone the woman that they accused of being a prostitute. He was washing the feet of beggars. Like, that's almost like saying, like, you know, he's a radical, you know, free for all kind mm-hmm. of guy. And all these establishment people at the Pharisees and stuff didn't like him. Mm-hmm. So for me, it makes me feel as if many of us progressive people now, mm-hmm. it's almost like that's the same thing with us. Like, we're kind of uh, in the right. And the establishment is wrong. I don't want to call us Jesus because that might seem disrespectful to some people. Mm-hmm. But if you read the Bible, Jesus was not someone that was... They crucified him for God's sake. He wasn't someone... And you can say that, you know, that was God's plan. But I don't think God went about sowing seeds in everybody to hate Jesus. People didn't like him. Many of the things he did were against, like, Sabbath, working mm-hmm. on this. And these were things that they took seriously to the point where they wanted to throw him in jail and kill him. Yeah. So, at some point, this whole, you know, establishment structure that they have here has to fix. And I personally don't think that ancestry is helpful. Okay, you know your, your part, Ashanti, then. But does the God just descend it. upon you and give you all the wisdom of your ancestors? For a lot of it people, does right? not. For a lot of people, that's a first step. Because. But is it necessary, is my question. Or is I it better know. for us to just reach out to each other? Because regardless of where you're from, it doesn't matter. But it's a first step in the sense that, okay, for the people now who feel like, okay, zero connection, Mm -hmm. as we're saying, that severed tie needs to be, I guess, mended. And for some people, it's, it's enough. Like, that first move, like, okay, let me go and find out oh, wow, I'm actually from Ghana. And then maybe one day you take an Africana studies class and there's a Ghanaian person in the class and then you start talking. And from there, conversation starts. Like, if I think if everybody who, you know, is interested in finding out their heritage goes to find out their heritage and actually pursue it beyond, okay, I've seen the results, maybe that's mm-hmm. how you can get conversations to start. That's my question. How many people do that? That's my next question. Not a lot of people that's start... Just say, oh, some, wow. Okay, so you know how Africa is in right now? I mean... For a lot of people, it has... Keep right. It has stopped... Yeah. It has stopped at... Oh, wow, I'm Nigerian. I'm going to name myself Chioma now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make my license plate Chioma. Mm-hmm. Whenever people ask me where I'm from, I'm going to say, Oh... I'm actually originally Nigerian, but you know, da, da, da. Oh. I'm from the Igbo tribe. Yeah. I, I worship, I do the Yoruba so religion. Because, Igbo. because that's Igbo. how they say it, though. Yo, so <laughs> many people say the they Yoruba say religion that I have to go and like ask people, like, wait, the Yoruba religion. The whole time I've been in Nigeria, I've never heard that there is a Yoruba religion. Is there something I'm supposed to know? And as an no, aside, they're calling, they're calling and as it aside, that tribe stuff, I just don't understand. They but. need to, I mean, not they, a lot of people need to stop using because we don't live in tribes. I think we need in to In any stop. African country, we don't. So when someone comes up to me and said, oh, are you of the, we don't, because we really no, you don't. you said in any African country. In, do we mean, and I'm, I think in the there, sense that, you there are know, countries where people are still in the sense that tribes exist as tribes. 
like governments or like entities they mm-hmm. don't okay. people just live in different areas like maybe here it's mostly muslim mostly uh, mostly Igbo, mostly Hausa. but at the end of the day you what still you operate they, under they a government exist. like you have the chief uh, they exist but we don't live like that like we don't live, live in like... communities with you know I mean, there, there are rural okay, places Ghana, that still have Ghana, kings yeah. and stuff. No, but generally, to, yeah, when it comes we don't to exist in that kind of... Because when they think of tribe, they think of tribal, tribal yeah. wars. Mm-hmm. And pr- that's not what we do. But no, that's facts now. We don't do that. Yeah, like they think that it's just this kind of separating, like, yeah, you know, tribal yeah. thing. But, but that's not. not how it is. But then, yes, I know in Nigeria, but in Ghana, it's actually more that way than maybe in Nigeria. Like, literally, you know how, like... You know, you know that when you're going to Kumasi, you're going to meet people from the Ashanti region who, and there's a king there, he, he lives there, he has his palace. Yeah, you know but I'm do saying? other people live there as well who are not Ashanti? Yes. So I it's not that not exclusive. exclusive. Yeah, because they're, like, they're still above Lagos. Mm-hmm. There are still emirs. Mm-hmm. They're still Igbo chiefs, but they don't have any kind of authoritative power over the, the, the Nigerian uh, decision. It's still Nigeria, the country. Mm-hmm. So when people here come up to me and they're like, oh, so in fact, where an African-American who has Igbo prince is telling me that, oh, you know, I, I, I guess I have to marry within the tribe. Which tribe? Who are you? What do you mean by marry? What do you mean by the tribe? Like, who, and, I, and this is not to say that, you know, there are people in Nigeria who do that, who say mm-hmm. that you must marry an Igbo person. Or, but it's not like... Uh, the image of tribe that people have mm-hmm. is a lot more primitive and a lot more violent than what saying. it actually is. Okay. Like, we don't fight tribal wars anymore. Yeah. We don't do things like they think of some Hotel Rwanda, Hutsi, and Tutsi thing as if once we meet, we start fighting. And that's not what happens. We just so happen they hate each other to be, you know. And even that tribe thing, like, it's bullshit because you. You choose where where your dad is from, but most times, like I'm from two different yeah. tribes or whatever yeah. like you would mm-hmm. say. So how is it just because my father was Igbo, I'm now Igbo? That's some patriarchal bullshit because I'm still from both of them at the end of the day. Hmm. So all this thing is just a but social. Are you really Igbo? Are you really Igbo from both of them? If you don't, I'm really from neither. Cause you're I don't do you're really from exactly. I don't do anything like, that. I think I was culture. talking with some people about. Like, okay, solutions. What can we do to help countries like Nigeria? You know, a lot of West African countries, actually, where they still have a lot of tribes and people still fight for these tribes. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my tribe. Like, the fact that we've agreed to be Nigeria against our mm-hmm. will says a lot. So can we drop the tribes and just be Nigerian? Just be Nigerian. That's the way I feel about it sometimes. Not all the time. No, sometimes, really can't, because like, every tribe every, is very different. No, like, everybody yeah. can do their own thing, keep their own cultures, because we're all still different people. Mm-hmm. But then the There's first just, identifier mm-hmm. should be the country. The country. In order for the country and to Nigeria go forward. First. Okay. Rather than to make it a... It's almost too divisive in certain spaces where you have like, oh, well, these, this part of the country mm-hmm. is making this amount of money. We're going to do this. Like, when you I start that saying that, you have, when you start sectioning yeah. it out, it becomes almost like too so, micro. I get oh, what you're saying, and you're right. Okay, do they but, do that? Yes. No, they do it, but the thing is, 
for me i like the pride that comes with like people the, the, identify like you know how i've met so many people Igbo people, eh? mm-hmm. and they are so proud of who they are and where i they agree with because you. me and the I stories that i've been told about Igbo is one of you know stuff that like they're special <laughs> like obviously when i meet an Igbo person and you know you're right this whole trial thing makes things different because when i meet a yoruba person i'm not going to hold the person in the same the same esteem as i will hold an Igbo person because wow. i think that you are special you're hardworking. <laughs> I don't know, like you're a go-getter. I don't know, like you know what I'm saying. There's certain things people so, are yeah. Yes. But like I hold, like for instance, where I'm from in Ghana, like I'm a fancy, mm-hmm. and I say that just because my mom is a fancy. My dad, I never stayed with him, so I cannot identify, even though I've been to my hometown, or whatever. But I, primarily, I'll say I'm a fancy. And fancies, I don't know. There's this pride that comes with certain things, like stupid pride but call it whatever mm-hmm. we're we were the closest to the british when they came mm-hmm. so we speak better english okay. we have a better accent we like we also have our foods like we're very proud of what kind of foods that we so it's like when you meet somebody like i met an uber driver he was a Ghanaian. the first thing when he realized that i was called essie he was like oh you're fancy Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Then he started bringing up all these stereotypes about fancies and stuff like that. How he wants to marry a fancy woman. Stop hitting on me, but whatever. I but like, it's you. just that like, I like, I, I don't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just a com- See, it sparks up conversation too. I think the the solution that I was talking about was not that we let go of everything, mm-hmm. but we embrace everybody's everything, everything and yeah. allow everybody to be themselves. And stop focusing on our pride thing. should not just be that we are Igbo or Hausa or Yoruba or Fanti. But is it really? It should, can it think a lot about, of no, people no, are think like about, that. Because the people in our generation who mm-hmm. I meet, who are that are crazy Biafra people. Okay. Most people so, in our they say, "Oh, I'm Nigerian." They don't say. See, but we're in this space, though. No, Biafra is the Igbo. You know the civil war. Yeah. But because Biafra wanted to, to secede from mm-hmm. Nigeria, and that was mostly Igbo people mm-hmm. who, who wanted to separate. I think most people, because for me, they they try to become that big. I think that's because we're in this space now, where if somebody asks where you're from or if you introduce yourself, I'm obviously not going to say I'm Igbo. I'm not going to say I lived in Nigeria. But whoever says that. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to say those things. I say I'm Nigerian. Mm-hmm. But in Nigeria, I never felt the sense of one Nigerian identity. Mm-hmm. I okay, felt so what, different about tribal back identities. Home, not yeah, yeah, I'm talking okay. about within Africa, ourselves and our tribes. I understand that our tribes were our own, the countries were placed on us. But since we've been in these countries for so long, can our countries come together? I know some countries are pretty, I guess pretty organized in that they have the one identity that you know it's like oh this is what this country is these are the people they have different things that they do they have different practices in the different regions but these are the people i don't know the nigerian identity i can't differentiate the nigerian identity you know your version, my version. Someone could, you know, be Ghanaian and come and talk to me about certain <laughs> things and I might not even be able to gauge where they are from. Like, I don't... I can't feel that we are one we are people. One. I have never I mean, felt we're, we're that also Nigeria was a place of one 50 people. 50-something years old, so... I mean, yeah. It's, it's still a young country. That I feel like it's still long. Because even we're Muslim, melting in Nigeria and Awusa or what? And Awusa? Mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? Awusa. Hausa. I don't even know why I can't say it because we have Hausa. Some people say Hausa as well. So yeah. it's just, just... But um, the, 
you wouldn't like you know it's different mm-hmm. like an Awusa person and let's say a Yoruba person like it's just like you don't you will count one person more Nigerian than the other or not depending not really. on what's going actually, on actually from the outside that's how it would look mm. really you know there are so many because people, who are, people who are not from the identity of Nigerian is let's say leaning more towards what you think Christian is Yoruba the, yeah. and then you now meet a household person you yeah. think they're different that's what I'm but saying. they're still Nigerian that, yeah that's so yeah. to your point no, that's what I'm saying that if you it's better you all just come together as one you know Muslim, Christian, whatever. But that, I mean, that, I, I that's don't know like how you're not mixing beings. You're mixing human beings. Yeah. <laughs> that's not really going to happen. Yeah. And 50 years is not, is, is not a long time. I know. Compared to. Because Yabba Blade drew, drew that timeline. Eternity up until. All the history we've had and all the stuff we've been through that has messed us up, compared to how many years we've been free, is not that long. Yeah. So I think, you know. But Even fun though we're not fact, a good Ghana had their first independence. Ghana was the first country in Africa to gain their independence. So we're um, the oldest, I think. Okay, do you have two heads? Aren't you like... You're still not a hundred. So it's 60. not even that old. Do you have two heads? Like, we're, we're still, still younger than a lot of countries yeah. in the world. I have two heads, but I have pride. If you talk too much now, we'll cut off River Niger <laughs> from you. You'll not have light again. Wow! You know, you know, that they they wow. get some of their hydroelectric from power us. from River Niger. We'll cut it off from you. You pull not have River again. We resupply to Togo. We resupply. When to we Togo cut, you won't have any more supply. But anyway, so let's move past the you know historical and let's Our come to issue. resolutions. Let's cross to the other side because I don't want to seem like you know we're saying that African Americans have an issue because what I was saying is a two way street, which is why I said finding out your. Ashante or your Igbo to me doesn't, doesn't really matter because that, that that's not what informs my identity and my confidence as an African or a black person. It's not because mm-hmm. I'm Igbo. It's not because I'm from this tribe, mm-hmm. right? It's because I've grown up in an environment where I know that there's nothing I can't do because I'm black and there's nothing that holds me back. True. And that's why I think we need to transmit to, to a lot of, to a lot of African Americans, not necessarily the fact that you're Igbo or Hausa, I don't and that's where we meet because. Do you think a vacation in an African country will help? No, because you, of course, that's, that's why you just said transmit. So transmit means conversations because oh, we used to come here for summer, right? But when we lived here, it became different. Yeah. The reality changed. So you going to Nigeria, first of all, you're likely not going to immerse yourself into the underbelly of what is going on and really feel it because you're, you're here for vacation you're at the end you're here to relax and enjoy Actually, i think the best way we'd be able to communicate you know the the idea that you are capable of everything you can set your mind to like there's no difference regardless, between you and regardless this white man of here. Your there's none. Color, regardless of what your society has fostered and you know has made to be the norm regardless of what you think you know a black person is supposed to do you're capable of doing so much more i feel like the best way we can do that is to be our best selves in africa and that's not to say we should shine so that they want to come but I think they actually need to see Look it. back and see that they need to be able to a see black nation is prospering that it's prospering because 
Yeah. That's part of what happens. Because we always say that, oh, well, all the black people over there, look at what you're doing. You can't even run anything. Struggling right now. It's kind of like, okay, well, we can come here and talk to them. They can come there and they can go there and talk to us. We can meet somewhere in the middle in the Atlantic and try to talk to each other. We have to meet in the middle, though. We are the ones who are privileged to know that our skin color doesn't mean shit. I think on, on both sides, color. right? We have we have different privileges. We mm-hmm. have the privilege of confidence, knowing who we are, knowing that mm-hmm. nobody is better than us because mm-hmm. they're white. They have the privilege of opportunity, opportunity, electricity, Resources. fast yeah. internet. Stop. I mean, I'm not to trivialize, but they have opportunities of development mm-hmm. and infrastructure that we don't have. Mm-hmm. Like they have the hospitals if they're yeah. ill that most of them can't access cause racism, but that's another story. But I think you know, it's it's like we said earlier on about Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Ego plays a because us we're coming in like ego, and you have to be empathetic. Because we're coming in with the fact that we can't understand why you people feel like you're lesser than this white man. Mm -hmm. They are coming from the point of, oh, this black nation is in so much turmoil and shambles. And, you know, so... And many of them also think that we come here, you know, we take up space for black people. And most of we steal their jobs. We steal their spots in the schools as though we don't have to work sometimes. Twice as hard as they do. Right. Those of us on OPT know yeah. what the struggle is. Yeah. Those of us who had to pay full school fees without grants, because we're not Americans, know what the struggle is. Mm-hmm. So it's for me, it's conversation. Oh, there's At also, some point, people have yeah, to just see that. There's also that people yeah. think we've been lied to for so long. There are a bunch, and I never really, it never crossed my mind until I heard someone say it, because I just thought, okay. The, the Atlantic's the slave trade mm-hmm. thing happened and that's a fucked up part of human history. history and never once did it occur to me that Africans sold Africans and the Africans that sold the other Africans are evil and that's, and a lot of people here apparently hold resentment yep. still because of and it makes a lot of sense. I understand no, I understand where they're coming from. I don't. You can't not say you don't understand where no, they're coming from. It, I get think what they're saying. It. I don't agree with think you obviously, it, but right? I understand you are what they're saying. For people to blame, right? Yes, you yeah, you're looking for presence, people to blame. But still you you blame the people that brought you put you in that position. Mm-hmm. Ah, no, think about it. What Do you know you why? And this is what I will say. Because most of these people are hotel people and people who have some knowledge of what the slave trade was. Mm-hmm. And if you have any knowledge, you will know that kings and African leaders resisted them. And when they did, they were killed. And their heads were mounted on spikes for people to see. So people act... And that's why, you know, that fool who said we can't blame the white man for, for, for the whole thing. And people who... Who say the Africans, well, you sold us anyway. Mm-hmm. Don't be stupid. This was a system a lot of, people of don't force. Know right? Many African kingdoms were forced. Read things fall apart and see the systems by which... Because white people didn't come in the hundreds to come and uh, um, enslave and colonize us. They came in threes and fives. 
they waged mental warfare yeah. on African people. They would find one person who was on the outs with the community, mm-hmm. turn him Against to them size. He will be going back, feeding bad information, getting people kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, they've taken about three white people who block up a community of 100 people. How do they do it? So the people need to study. It's like studying like how, you know, maybe Napoleon or some other stupid war person wins wars. <laughs> you need to study how these people came in mm-hmm. and don't direct your blame at the African people. Because at the end of the day, we didn't have guns. We didn't have... All we had was machete and bow and arrow. So what do you want me to do with that? <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? And let's not add the fact that they were also simultaneously bringing in Christianity, mm-hmm. telling you that it was okay what they were doing was okay. Yeah. Right? So, people need to... That's why I say me. I can understand if someone who doesn't know about slave trade says that. But when someone who knows what happened comes and but says, see, why did you know, sell us so as though we had a choice? The people, that the people know, who have said this know. to me, right? The people who have explained that that was their feeling mm-hmm. or the people they know that feel that negatively that towards Africans, mm-hmm. they don't know anything beyond... Yeah, they sold us. That people that, were that sold. Surface. They don't know the details of all these things. I'm me myself. You I mean, yourself. we didn't learn any of these yeah. things in That's school. Like we don't learn about the slave trade history in a lot of schools in Africa because I mean, I shouldn't say Africa. At least in my experience, Nigeria. nobody yeah. I knew was learning it in school, and probably until. Until we're speaking with Namita that time many years ago, and she mentioned how you know they were learning about slavery and how they had to learn the benefits of slavery in mm-hmm. that it brought about development and blah blah blah. Insult. And you just have to write the right answer so you get you know the marks, but you know that that's obviously a fucked up thing to say. Like even that alone, I've never ever heard of anybody learning about slavery. Like, I never learned anything about it till I came here and chose to take a class where I was exposed to all of it and I was like, Thank damn, God. this thing runs so Thank deep. Thank God for Yababla. Yababla de- deserves class, everything. Yeah, that class Yababla so deserves. Much. And like, but me, what she has to, done. Yeah. yeah. Praise My to God. women. Praise to black women My who God. are in such positions My God. that exude mm-hmm. such comfort. I said, My the God. moment, the first time I saw her, the first time but I also, saw she her. came from, from Ghana too, so she mm-hmm. has that natural. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with being black. No, mm-hmm. no, but like, you guys don't understand, right? For the African Americans, that kind of confidence. Yes, African Americans are sassy, whatever. But sassiness and confidence. It's not the same. Too. When you see Yaba. Sassiness play, is like love and hip hop. That's not confidence. <laughs> Stop. So like, Deep down, they have issues. But when you see Yaba bleed, like the confidence, when even speaks, when, she when she speaks, moves. like when she moves, like, like you got, so for you as a black person, it will give you that. It's even giving me chills right now because I remember yeah. the feeling that I felt when I when I felt. That's the same feeling that we felt. That's what started us on this path. This path started what? With Yaba bleed. What year did we building. take that class? Two, three years no. ago, maybe. The very first class I took with her, Africana Studies 101. Mm -hmm. Mano, I went in thinking, I'm about to learn some stuff about Africa. I mean, I didn't really, I guess because I changed schools so much, I never really had a solid foundation of like social studies in terms of what was going on in Nigeria. So I figured, oh, maybe I'll learn some about Nigeria, other countries, Africa in general. To come and have 
my mind Blue. broken. Listen. Like what I thought was reality was not. Like she's she's literally she's, has completely changed really the way great. I see the world. And all kudos to her because that's what started me on this journey of thinking. And you know, just to wrap up I, I think we'll continue I I want to have this conversation with an African American yeah. so if you're listening this and you're in the Philly area up, I feel. and you want to come and tell us your views or you want to comment you can also do, do that below and I hope you've listened so far because this is a very important discussion but I still you know think that the we need to get to solutions now mm-hmm. and reaching across and realizing that we've been misinformed on both sides and there really is nothing wrong or or anything better or worse than the other group will help us a long way because at the end of the day right you know people it's just recently that you have all these black people in america thinking that they can be president or they can be great mm-hmm. when hidden figures came out people are like oh you know black people didn't start with slavery mm-hmm. they didn't start as slaves mm-hmm. many people in this country for the longest i'm sure thought that black people started as slaves. They don't even teach you about Naturna. They don't teach you about any of the black people who stood up to slavery. All you learn about is, oh, slavery was so bad, and the white people decided to fight for the civil war and end slavery. But that's not what happened. So for me, the mindset is the greatest thing, because no matter how bad I feel about anything, you can never tell me that you're better than me because you're white. It's just, it's just, it's, yeah. you can't, you can't. I'll look at you and laugh. Okay, thanks. The thought has, like, it doesn't even make sense as a sentence. Like, if, if you type that into the computer that is my brain, underneath it would be a red squiggly line. Like, you don't understand. Like, like what? it doesn't, does not compute. Like, I'm so sorry. Because of Melanie, where does, does I'm, I'm, what? 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 How? How? Like, what do you I'm mean? So I don't get like black people are in the inner cities and ghettos. Where? How? Who? I mean, who? To whom are you referring? Thugs? Like, who is it? Who? But I, mean, I don't know who you're speaking to. It's important to also note the other side of this that I also think is deeply problematic. That the the notion of people on this side from Africa. People are looking at African Americans sometimes as, oh, that's a big man, that's successful, or, you know, go to America and you make it. You come to America, you start speaking Shurishur and you make it. And then there's the flip side of that, which is, you know, Africans, I guess, all we know how to do is contradict ourselves. Like, I suppose that's what we're very good at. Because the flip side of that is they're all thugs. They're all in sagging their pants and they're all sagging. And it's like, what do you, how can they be the two at the same time and not be everything else in the middle? That's what you remember. Why can't they just be people? The danger of a single story. The danger of a single story. Stereotypes are not untrue, they are incomplete. You you can't judge a whole group of people based off of a stereotype. Yeah. And unfortunately, the misinformation that has come across so strong. Because mm-hmm. if you think about the music, how, how many music executives are black people? And how many black so, people have basically shaped what is known as American music today? And also, think about if these music executives were black, the messages they'll be pushing out will not be fuck bitches get money. No. <laughs> These white people just come here. And push out this trash music to people, well, and then they kind of reinforce. Like, I'm saying, 
I feel like because <laughs> black people created many forms of music, mm-hmm. many times as survival during slavery, it was created from something that was very organic and it mm-hmm. wasn't to sell records. Mm-hmm. And at some point when it became, we did the hip hop thing, when mm-hmm. they commercialized it and yeah, created yeah, all yeah, those yeah. stuff and the record labels were the ones mm-hmm. who saw that money could be made mm-hmm. yeah. and then all these white boys in the suburbs started to feel cool by yeah, listening, listening to hip hop. So, that's a history. But that's what you history. guys stopped there. History. Why did they start to feel cool? Because it was seen as dangerous. Why did they feel cool when, when no, they wear dreadlocks and dashikis? Cool? Yeah, but then... Costume. No, let's go back. Costume. Why did they feel cool, though, when you're uh, uh, kind of like using a product of something that is looked down upon? I don't understand where you just moved to. I don't understand. Because even now, take a simple example. If something is looked down upon, like, oh, it's like, you know, you wouldn't want to even associate yourself like with it. Like, I don't wear, wear white and blue slippers because I look down upon it. <laughs> white and blue African slippers. I have it. I don't wear them. You see, I like it. I don't wear them. So my so it's like, where did they go them. from, I hate black people, not like, not even I hate, just... I look down on these people, they are inferior, and then they produce a, a, some kind of, you know, art, and then you take you that see, art and then forget about everything It's else. always been that way, I feel. Like, everywhere you look at where, you know, black people became a minority, or the people of color became the minority, and the people who were fair skin you know, or lighter... Um, no, actually, I should just say white. The white people. So, I mean, that's just like, easy. Okay, so there's this like form of dance or whatever in Brazil called capoeira or something like that. We talked about this in class and I was like, oh my freaking gosh. So this thing started out as, you know, these people are fighting and they're fighting in this particular way. And then the slave masters thought, oh no, they're damaging their selves Mm -hmm. and that's damaging property. So let's just have it it be, they're not actually touching. But then today we've looked at it as a dance, but this was a form of fighting. Like they take the thing that's, happening organically that people are just doing package it package it rebrand it put their own stamp on it and say now it is included and in our they culture call it urban. it's almost as if but why the thing cool you though? do they put you through an application process before they make it cool but do they really but why is it cool though but i see the the, the 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 word you use is very might not be accurate because you said hate and i've said this before many times they were they they didn't hit us. They were scared of us. They came and saw people who knew how to bath, who had artwork they hadn't even dreamed of, yep. <laughs> who had food Abundant. that was seasoned properly. What? No measles, chicken pox, hurricane, tornado, and you're coming here to come and eat rice and millet. What? <laughs> I mean, what? Why, facts wow. the temperature in Europe and, and Yababla said this was not conducive for growing anything apart from potatoes <laughs> like they all eat french fries everywhere which was invented by a black person FYI as a potato chips no so what you are saying but they were that... they're scared so they want to put you down make you think that you're worthless while stealing your shit so you're locked into this mentality where nothing you create is good enough until Adele sings it and yeah. wins album of the year. Yeah, okay, I can understand that though. I'm talking, those are for the, you know, the people at the top. The, I'm talking about the average, the average. white person. But do who they know? 
Oh, at that time, they didn't know. I didn't know. Question. Like, at that time, let's talk See, about even the young people who have now grown into, they've grown into the whole slavery thing. To them, all they know is that, oh, this Miss Black person is the one who cooks my, uh, my food for me or washes my feet for me. You know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say, those people just look down on us. It's not that they are scared of us. They just look down on us. They don't know that we were living okay, as so kings and queens in Africa. We can talk about that in <laughs> sense of it was just what was done. Like, if you were born and you grew up and saw people picking cotton, it just becomes that's how it is. Yeah. That's the way it is. And when you have the Bible to back you up, that's how the way it's supposed to be. Because many of them, because if you watch all these movies, say, oh, you know, this is what the Bible says. Slaves must obey their masters, or they say, Oh, that's just how it has always been in Mississippi, and we can't change the law. So, there are so many things that you know, when something just goes on for so long, yeah, it's to the just... point where the people who started it are dead, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, where yeah. and from. what is the motivation to keep it going? Money, Yaba Blave told us how much money they made from cutting for free. People free joke money. about reparations, I don't joke about it because they stole a lot from African countries and from Africans that were brought here. They didn't pay them anything. They didn't give them any food. Nothing. And they built this country. Africans have built the railways hmm. for the trains that we still use till today. That built the White House. That built buildings. That built Drexel University main building. No way. Was built by slaves. So, and we go into that building every day for, for our class, and we just smile and is laugh. There a, is there a place that's, you know, like a sanctuary? And probably, I mean, probably not. Who cares? Drexel was built, Drexel was white only. That's not their business. Drexel was a white only school. So, us that, yeah, like, we take things for granted sometimes. Even us getting the chance to come here, we have to thank, you know, the MLKs, the Malcolm X's, the Nelson Mandela's. Because if they did not fight, we will still be in, we won't be able to come here and go to school. Mm-hmm. Or even leave here, enter the same front door. Mm-hmm. Just imagine going to McDonald's, they tell you to enter the back. McDonald's. Just, and just to think of the power of mindset, right? An American would say, oh, that's the way it is. A Nigerian would say, you must be stupid. Exactly. What? <laughs> I left my country. You want me to enter your back? God punish you. <laughs> and the that, 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 that's exactly what will happen. Because first of all, he'll be like, I love this. Let's be like, wait. What do you mean? Is that like a special entrance or VIP? You mean? Also for blacks. Huh? Mm. So, okay, I'm going to enter here. Because <laughs> we don't say, you must be very stupid. And they don't go inside. So it's like, you know, the systems are so, like, widespread sometimes that it's very hard to pinpoint hmm. the source of it's people's behavior. It's actually all a mix. Because just now, as you were saying that, I was thinking about, like, in the same Nigeria, mm-hmm. people were being kidnapped for being white so that they could get ransom money. At the same time, somebody's, you know, white friend will come and visit them or something or like that from school or something. And all of a sudden, it's like you're kind of groveling. I'm just like, why are you mm-hmm. groveling? Nigerians, I let them go go into like, the line in, in front of you. How, it's like, tell me how somebody will be the senior most person in this company and he will hire a contractor that is of a different race the person will come and now all his employees are treating that person like his ogre excuse me i still sign your checks are you aware 
of mm. the status quo. I did that, that's that's life is complex. Wow. But anyway, now that we've talked about no everything, the past, the present, let's just I mean, I just think that the future looks kind of good right now. I mean it looks better. It doesn't till we change you know, change what we're doing, I think. No, it's just, there's no, listen, know, there's no way, there's I know, there, no there's no one thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's no, underground. I mean, it can't get worse. There's underground. Place. Wait, do you say it can't get worse? There's, that, uh, listen, it can. I think it can. I think it can. I think, you know, I think if we all just stop talking about it, mm-hmm. it will get worse very quickly. But it's not going to happen. Because when it gets worse, they benefit more. As long as so money is being generated. No, yeah, I mean, no, what I'm saying is that the the, the, the trend like is it's just getting better for me in terms that yes, they're still shooting us down in the streets and whatever. But even the mere fact that people can be given recognition, I mean black people are given recognition just so that just so that like, you know, they'll just shut us up or something like mm-hmm. that. It's it's even a step in the like it's a okay. good step. It's it's a step in the right so direction. Yes, That's what I'm trying to say. Like these award shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know that some of them, you know, even though it was well deserved, on a normal basis they wouldn't have received it. But. Mm-hmm. Let's Speaking of, that's a perfect, perfect segue. segue. Thank you. Step into 2017. <laughs> so I mean, but we we we've already summarized that. That this is just a discussion and there'll be more parts to this so if anyone wants to join in in the comment section or actually come and record with us who is african-american we would or appreciate anybody, really. anybody because other people observe this too and they don't understand what we're all yes. doing with ourselves yes. and if by any chance you know dr mrs president yeah please listening hey, she wants to grace us with her presence right i know it's for tech week or something social, I wish it was there. social, social media yeah. week yes and you know, if, if you want to come on and listen, we will be very grateful to have you here. And um, so, speaking of the award shows, tell it like it is, and the Oscars, which were you know it was like hot and cold, mostly great mm-hmm. because Viola Davis finally won an Oscar. Mahershala Ali from nowhere. <laughs> I didn't expect him to win, but I'm happy that he won. Mm-hmm. And then we got to best actor. <laughs> and these people opened the envelope. Mm. I had the audacity to say the name of a rapist instead of Denzel Washington. And I was so confused because everybody, Casey Affleck, who is the brother or cousin of Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck, who is also a waste man. But leave <laughs> that aside. This man in 2009 slash 2010 was accused of getting into bed and groping a woman while she was asleep. Right? Nepaka in his pen state or you pen days did a similar, I mean, not similar, but he also sexually assaulted someone. Mm -hmm. And I'm not making excuses, but Nepaka was much younger. Than Casey Affleck was mm-hmm. when he did what he did, and not saying that Nipaka should have been nominated. I feel like he should have. I feel like the movie should have gotten something because it was a good movie. But 
Casey Affleck, you didn't even hear it in the news. I think I need... People didn't even know that it happened. There just needs to be reciprocity because if you're going to drag Nate and you're going to... If you're going to to tank a movie, that's important. If you're going to say that the actor... That you can't separate the actor from the the act, Mm -hmm. then don't separate the actor from the act. If you're going to pull off the Cosby show from running on TV because of Bill Cosby, then Casey Affleck should not have an Oscar in his hands. And that is not to say that the Bill Cosby show should still be on. It should. Even though people feel it like, should. like, I don't really it care. Should. I think you can what watch it. That got to do it should. You can watch it wherever that. you want to watch it. The seventh I heaven think... guy who molested his own children. The show is still yeah, on what? TV. Some is... white guy from a TV show called Seventh Heaven okay, so was convicted of example. molesting his children. Oh, the show is still on TV. Let me ask them. It's called the privilege. <laughs> the privilege. That's part of the privilege. You're so privileged that you're like, you know what? You know what? Do you know? I don't even know what to do again. I think this would Let be me just sleep really, with my sister. Really fun idea. <laughs> this would be a really fun idea. I think we should keep a running list of the things that fall under white privilege that happen to be just very interesting things, like very fucked up things. Like now, this has been added to the list. You can win an award, uh, even though you're a rapist, when your counterparts of other skin tones are being shunned by society. When he didn't deserve it. Do you know how many people have been saying Denzel Washington's name because of fences? This time, it was nobody. Casey who? Casey what? Casey why? For what? Manchester by the sea. What's that rubbish? I've never heard of that. They, They really tried it with... Do you know who Denzel Washington is? Hmm. Like, I don't... Like, and this is what they said about Beyonce. Not that many. I don't know what they about Beyonce. If someone as high as Beyonce, as high as Denzel Washington can still be snubbed like this... Then, why not? What is the hope for the rest of us? We're not exactly in a great place like, right now. Like, Denzel Washington is not even someone that does... better than we were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's not even enough for we're me We're not to where say, we okay, deserve we to be. We're not where we deserve to be. We need to, to be equal. That's it. You I need don't to get need, your stuff. I don't need for you to fill the glass up, like, two quarters... Two... Well, two quarters, half. Half of the way. I was going to say a quarter. I don't need you to put in a couple drops in the cup and think you've done something. I say, oh, you've raised... No, you need no. to fill it to your Fill level. it up. Your cup is full. Why can't my cup be full? Right, Are we not all... Me? Like, there is enough juice for everybody, damn it. Stop, you know, being stingy. And like, you know, generally... Um, shows are subjective. So it's not that big of a deal most of the time that, you know, somebody wins or doesn't win. But it's just disrespectful. And the fact that the same year you tanked a movie because the lead actor and everything did something similar because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there are no grades of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Sexual assault is sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And then you now let this man win an Oscar and push his movie for that's bullshit. And there's a watch thing should have won. And then the end, which I still think was intentional, they called out La La Land as the best movie. That movie is so shit. It's so shit. And I tried to like it because... Um, John Legend is part, but the movie is so oh, terrible. Oh, you don't like it because of Emma Stone? No, the movie is just a terrible movie. It reminded me of, of, of Mamma Mia, which I loved. I love Mamma Mia. That movie was good. But La La Land was not that excellent. Arrival was a better movie than La La Land, and it was nominated for Best Picture, which I understood. La La Land was trash. I'm sorry. Okay, well, that's what happened with the envelope, because So, we get, so they get there, right? All the hype. Biggest award of the night. 
uh, best picture. They they call some old Hollywood white stars. I mean, they the two of them were very famous. I don't know yeah, them because I don't watch any of Warren Beatty. Whatever, I don't care about them. So they call them. They're like, oh, you know. And the best picture goes to the man opens the envelope. He's reading it. I said, what's he doing? Does this man have Alzheimer's? I said, no. He really reads it. He now gave it to the lady who now just said La La Land, and the La La Land came up. And then, you know, the producers what? ran on stage and there was some commotion. So people were looking, looking. <laughs> and Apparently, thing. the producers were even telling uh, who was sitting on the friend's front row. Oh, this actor. One of these famous actors, right, that do something, do something. Mm, I mean, they were all there, you know. Well, you know, but you look at the picture of their facial reactions, it's just so funny. No, but my thing is, the excuse was because they saw. They Emma said Stone. that they gave la, them la, la. the wrong so, envelope. So even then, at the age of 74, they said that they gave them the, the wrong envelope. Because Emma envelope. Stone was supposed to win something else. She had already won before. So, so they gave and them. Gone. Yeah, so he said that they gave her the, the envelope. I said, Emma Stone came back and said that she had that envelope in her hand the whole time. No, but what, what they said was that, and I don't know how true this is, is that there are two envelopes. Mm. For every award. So there's one on the left and on the right of the stage, depending on where you're coming from. Which to me seems redundant because you already know where they're coming from on the stage. So why do you need two envelopes? Whatever. And So that's why there was a duplicate. There was a duplicate. But one, I fail to believe that a show that is this high quality that has been produced for hundred for how how long has it been going on? And this has never happened before. Never. Not once. And this is when they decide to mess up. Second of all, what a, a fool at 40 is a fool forever. If at the age of 70, you cannot see Stop. that this Why? says best actress and not best picture, maybe they should not have been there to read it. it. Yeah. Because if you see there is written best actress Emma Stone, how does that mean La La Land won? With how? Moonlight. Of course, Moonlight won. I was so happy. Because the stage, the stage just turned from they, white they to so, black. And so I was like, yes. yes. It was so funny. It was like influx of black people. Just, they just started running. Like, I was like, and it was sad because now that has been overshadowed by the mistake. Yeah. Rather, because Moonlight would have won, would have gone there, be so proud. Now it's could like, it oh. Been, could it have been a... It wa- I think it was intentional. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Because no, that's some bullshit. How is it this year? How about, please now, Why? 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 This has never happened before. It's now, now that you want to try this. Could have been a reason. I just don't get it. Like because it's a black movie to take away from them. Yes, we just spent two hours going over white supremacy, and this is a rich. It's not a rich. rich. I find it not even that it's hard to believe. It just makes me so confused that somebody out there. He's taking time out of his day, oh. thinking, "How do I spite these I know, people? Like, How do I make them get in their feelings?" I don't understand. And like, if it wasn't a, a, a mistake, this is the most inconvenient coincidence in the history of life. Because there's nothing you can tell me that can Absolutely. make me feel like this wasn't done purposefully. Like if it was any, if it was no shade, the BET Awards, I'd be like, okay, maybe they can make a mistake. Shade. But this is the Academy shade. Awards, right? This has also never happened before. Also, any reasonable person 
You give me an envelope that's wrong, I'll say, excuse me, I think we have the wrong envelope. Yes or no? Why would you then say, <laughs> he didn't even say, Emma Stone. He said, Lala, I'm coming. What did the envelope say? Hmm. And they should have shown us. And when, what I don't get is when the director corrected them, the envelope he showed had moonlight written on it. So what are we saying? Wow. So is this telling me that within the span of them realizing they came on with they the right envelope it. that fast? Wow. And someone else slowed down the video. First of all, Jimmy Kimmel, who made stupid jokes about people's names. Oh my names, God, yes. And how he's an idiot. Now said, oh, why can't they keep it? Why can't they all get Oscars? No, because the black people won and you people will deal with it this year. You're not getting it. It's not Oscar for everybody. He said, yeah, why, why can't they bring of all, there's a clip of the director of La La Land snatching the envelope from the hand of that old man. And when he turned the envelope around, he said Moonlight. So I'm confused as to which envelope had Emma Stone's name written on it. I'm just trying to understand. Wow. Because that clip is, the clip is on, is on every social media now. The director is there. He takes the envelope from his hand because a producer was trying to grab it. He takes the envelope and says moonlight and he shows it to the crowd it's there and everyone has you know um photoshopped lemonade and hillary clinton or moonlight Stop, so, but, so which envelope was mixed up so i'm so petty. down with the internet like so which, which, which envelope ah, was mixed up 2017 is the pettiest year i've ever experienced yeah, they are, they are only stupid. Months, three. The memes, listen b- between huh. trump between Salt Bay, between everything, this year is already, I'm tired already. It's petty. 2018 you can come, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Why I'm can't? Tired. I'm tired. Because each year has seemed to have a theme, and this year just seems to be hurt it's people, it. be petty, be shady. Because I think people are just tired. Like, they look. Yeah. We are. Everybody like, has no let go. No we have a president who is unqualified. No, we, they have a president who is unqualified. So everybody's just doing whatever they want to do now. But anyway, congratulations to Moonlight. That movie, and I, I, I know both of you haven't watched it. Mm-mm. So you must. We're going to have movie night. I'm going to watch it. I've watched it three times. Speaking of movie I've watched yes. Hidden Figures three times. And you're going to watch Get Out. I'm going to watch Get Out Get a ready. number of times. I am Get so ready. So and good. I've heard great things. Oh, man. I've so heard yeah, great things. It made white people uncomfortable. So I'm there. It did. I mean, I would imagine it did. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm there. (laughs) If the shoe fits, (laughs) wear it. Okay? And if the shoe doesn't fit you, then take it off. Very simple. It's not that big of a switch, but I'm watching Get Out this weekend and it's going to be glorious. And I'm going to just bask in everything there. I won't even be scared because I'll be too happy about all their shit being exposed. Because they say that the racism in Get Out is not like the one where they call you nigger. It's like white liberal people who think that they are post-racial but do a lot of fucked up things to black people in the name of, you know, the blacks. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see that. I will look. Have you seen those memes that when you're in an interracial relationship and you watch Get Out and you can't sleep again? Yo, Yo. All I know is that I'm waiting. After that I've movie, heard good things. I've heard good things. After that movie, I was just thinking, you have cock blocked some situations. I've heard yeah. really good things. You have cock blocked some situations. I'm there to watch it. And um, to people, just, I mean, I guess because some white people were saying that it's racist. Please, What's let's racist? dead this the movie once and for all. 
I think because we call so many things racism, people forget what racism means. Racism is a system of oppression. Racism is not prejudice alone. Racism is not insults. If I call you mayonnaise or snowflake, that is not racism. I'm being insulting. I'm being prejudiced if I say you all sleep with your sisters, but I'm not being racist. Racism is a system of oppression that exists with a power differential, i.e. somebody with more power over you creates a system in which you are disenfranchised. So if I stop you from going to work because you sleep with your sister, maybe we can talk about some systems. <laughs> but just me saying that is not racist. We should get and prejudice is wrong as well. Insulting is wrong. But you people like freedom of speech so much, I can say whatever I want. So please let's stop calling things that's not racism. Let's call it a spade a spade. I'm so weak. And racism is not prejudice alone. Or Let me ask you this question. Do you think yes. that the the, oh. That organization in New York, that they are seven, they were seven foot to only black people. Why is it a black organization? That's we need more of that. Yes to that. So my first yes, reaction yes was that. that this is racist, or that's my that's mm-hmm. why. And then my white friend literally, you know, commented the same guy who was he <laughs> now said. So, if I go, they they won't save me? Nope. And I said, unfortunately not. And then he was like, yeah, this is racist and stuff like that. Like, um, oh, I don't know. Because one fast food outlet won't give you a freaking piece of chicken. That's why you think it's racist. It must be very stupid. That's what privilege means. That you can say one stop won't let you get food from there. When you can go to McDonald's down the road and you're sorry for all racism, all the racism. That's bullshit. And I'm sure the reason behind that was because those black people were not getting served. Not, like HBCUs now, which are magically racist. You don't want me to go hey, to school anywhere. I, I create a space for me and my people. Then you call me racist. I you must be out of your that. mind. Because it's, so, it's similar, right? Yeah, because no one else wakes up and says, I'm making a black-only food truck. No. You must have been going to food trucks. People are telling you no. And you're like, oh, well, I'll make my own. And then people now have the audacity, like BET as well. Come on, tell me that I'm doing reverse racism. Black, um, because I... Well, what? What? And I'm sure if... A white person who really needs food goes there, they will still serve them. Because black people are very generous. There are white people on BET and like nothing that's black only is actually black only at the end of the day. HBCUs have like what 40% white people now. So he's just being full. If you go to McDonald's and go and eat their poison, if you're so happy. That one is white owned, you can go and eat it with their chemicals. We don't want (laughs) enjoy Popeyes. Which was bought by Burger King recently. Ox. Which is interesting. So, hey, my, my, my laptop is about to die. Mm. I don't know if you take a break or if you just go into the end of the show now. Let's go. To the end of the show. Yeah, let's go. Okay, so does everybody have anybody to put in the hot seat or um, as depressed. it will soon be the names of noisemakers? Because I have one and I'm going to race against my computer because if it dies, they were in trouble. So, we're going to end the show. I'm going to say who I have and then we're done. Yeah. What get out this weekend before I forget? Any other news? We're relaunching the podcast. Yeah. You've seen the new logo. I hope everybody Ooh. likes it. We that have a brand new name. And I'm going to tell you the first word 
It's three words, and the first word is the. <laughs> I hate you. And we're going to reveal one word every week until <laughs> we relaunch a match. So the first word is the, T H E. So you can guess the rest as you go on. I'm so and uh, I think my person I'm calling out this week is somebody by the name of James, James Winston's, who is a black NFL player who apparently lacks basic sense so he was in a school speaking to a group of boys and girls and he basically told all the boys to stand up told the girls to remain seated gave the boys you know self-affirmation that they can do anything they want and put their mind to which is great because we need more people to do that but he then turned around and said that the girls are supposed to be quiet they're supposed to be gentle they're supposed to be mild-mannered and boys should not be soft-spoken and boys should basically the same macho bullshit that people do on, on Twitter every day. I just think, you know, first of all, he needs to apologize to all those girls and go back there. Yeah. And his excuse was stupid. There's none he can give. Okay, so we had some technical difficulties, but going on in this James guy, you know, I think it's very, it's very funny how, you know, all these NFL players it's like this guy in particular who has been dodging rape cases and everything, right? And we know that the NFL is notorious for, you know, players beating their wives wow. and concussions and stuff like that. I think it's very destructive having this kind of people come to schools to teach boys about anything other than playing football. Because, you know, these are the things that make girls think that they can't be something in life because yeah. somebody comes to you and these were young kids not even yeah. teenagers and first of all just saying all the boys should stand up all the girls remain seated mm-hmm. like why can't you say they can all do anything they set their minds to? why was it necessary for you to belittle a whole group of girls in the class mm-hmm. because you felt like you wanted to affirm the boys I mean, he definitely didn't feel like he was belittling them. Here's how it probably went down in his mind. I'm about to talk to these kids. I'm going to motivate the boys because it's getting hard out here in these streets. I have to make sure they're set. But, like, the problem with going in with that mentality is if you're addressing one group of people, who is addressing the other group of people? Like, did you bring a counterpart female basketball? It's not even that, that though. If he yeah, had, he's he's like, said girls should be silent. Yeah, I mean, him specifically. Like, in that scenario, the fact that you're going to single out the boys and say, you know, you can set your mind to do blah, blah, blah. Like, I wish you had at the very least said that to everybody and then gone on to say the macho thing, which is just, you know, stupidity. But you already said they can't be successful by not telling them to stand up as well. You already made it seem as if mm-hmm. they're only just a different scenario. But you guys, you boys, you know, you 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 can do whatever you set your mind to. You can, you know, if you just put in the effort and you have drive and all these things and you know you have to be a man, you have to be much you have a deep voice. Have a deep voice and you do it like as though they are the men deep who don't voice, have deep voices. The deep voice and the macho thing I could have chalked up to stupidity if he said the you can be great thing to all of them. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you separated them from the beginning of the motivational speech 
says a lot more than just somebody who, you know, slipped up on the, you know. He did slip up. He's he not intelligent. I would, I would even go a step further and say that, oh, he's not intelligent. If you had just done the whole, oh, like the guy thing, like, oh, stand up and you told me all this, these things mm-hmm. um, and just left it there. It would have been way better than for you to proceed to now tell the girls that you have to be this, you have to, you be, have that. to be this. Let me just note, he wasn't even telling the girls. He was addressing the girls. He was, he was addressing talking the about guys, them to the boys. talking about the girls while they were sitting there. Oh, that's even worse. You know, the guys, he was that, like, that you know, is, you know that's my like boys, one you know, of those. Supposed to be that's so one insulting. of those telltale signs of patriarchy, like. And all forms of oppression, treating you as if you you don't exist, you're something to be handled and not a human mm-hmm. being to be interacted with. Like they're in the room, but you didn't tell them to stand up. You didn't speak to them. You spoke about them. Like what do you? I why mean, was you? What was your agenda coming I mean, here I today? I can't help but to think that maybe he's gone through something with a woman. Some woman. No, he's just like the typical black man who does this bullshit and later comes to say, "Why do you need feminism?" Or later comes to ask why all these movements are led by black women. Because you exclude them. And it starts with well, why something are black as, women so angry? Why are they so angry? Because from when they are young, you do this bullshit to them. That. Like, I, I know that a lot of people still don't have a grasp on feminism. Not to even talk of black feminism. Or just black women specifically now fighting for through, something. So when they say things like, why do you need, why do you need... The f- my very favorite is when somebody that's black says, why do you need? I just have to look at you up and down and like ask myself, am I ready to have this conversation? Am I really ready to tell you why you are not intelligent right now in your thinking? Let me just break it down to you because the reality you live in is not exactly, you know, peachy. I'm sure you say things are great. That he thinks this way and, you know, it's just dumb. And I, I mean, hope those girls really just don't listen to him. It's Your indicative parents, of a very important thing, though. Reverse this because I'm telling you, if just one conversation can change somebody's life. Mm-hmm. The fact that he has said it. Yeah, if, if, like, let's say he wasn't like famous or anything, that like people didn't find this out, or his parents didn't even find it, their parents wouldn't fa- find this out. I mean, these. Like, at least one or two of the girls would grow up thinking and that. And internalize yeah. it. And internalize it, and or at the very least, think let go of all her dreams that she's already put written in her little notebook. At the very this, least, I mean, the, oh wow, that means there are men out there who think this too. Oh, I mean, I don't want to. That's I'm surprised. Really I'm actually genuinely surprised. This is 2017, really, really. Please, I'm, I'm not surprised because you're not like, on social media. If you're on Twitter, this is the norm. Are you this is the I mean, norm. like, my just like towards speak, it right? is like okay. The fame and the money. Who who did it help? In the end, you are still not an intelligent person. I mean, the fact that yeah, like right. your way of thinking, you've come to a place now where you have the money and you have the access to certain privileges. Like you really could be smarter no. than this, but you obviously, obviously aren't. Not to. You obviously choosing your yeah. You're choosing not to invest in yeah. making sense. I can't think of but a better way to explain it other daughter, than that. you think if he gets a daughter, he'll be able to tell his daughter this? The Chris Brown Who tells you he doesn't have a daughter? daughter? No, I'm saying... I'm like, who says he might have a daughter. daughter? Okay, he could. You're talking like they are not fathers who auction their daughters off for marriage as objects. 
True. There's cognitive dissonance between people. They don't understand it. It's like, and the, the same thing I'm saying, like, to them is the norm. Women are supposed to cook food and shut up. So, training their daughter to be a woman means training their daughter to cook food and shut up. Yeah. And they see nothing wrong with it. Yeah. That's the mess up. And she'll grow up thinking it's normal and she will think she's happy. She meets that, that, that is where she puts the cap of happy. Like, that's, to mm-hmm. her, she's like, I have to attain for this. Yeah. That's why, you know, That's when, you know, Beyonce uh, chose that Nigerian woman's verse. Chimamanda. Uh, Chimamanda, sorry. Um, at first, it never really made sense to me, right? Because we are just singing it, right? We are just saying it. But if you really think about it, it's like, it's powerful words because this is really the norm. That's we are really powerful. teaching women to attain. To compete for to, the yeah. attention of men. Yeah. That's Imagine. Right. It's, it's so messed up. Like, I'm not competing to see who is smarter or who can build the next something. I'm competing for the attention of men, mere men. Oh my god. Apparently, they're the I'm center so of our universe. Of course. Apparently. They make our worlds go around. One would think that the world existed as just men, and then one day a man decided to invent women. A woman. I mean, that's what the Bible teaches us. Oh, oh, oof. I didn't want to call the Bible, Kukum. but that's what I was talking about. <laughs> I was going to say that one would think that men were the ones that gave birth to children. They really think that, they are, that we are so important. Hmm. If I'm women decide to seal their wombs, that's the end. That's the yeah. end. What's going to happen next? I mean, but wow. isn't, isn't that kind of like that thing? I mean, because Yaba talked about this too, in that men see this being that is similar to them, but different from them. You bleed once a month, but you don't die. You carry life. You bring life into the world. I don't understand. I think I'm going to control you. I have to put a lid on this thing called woman so that it doesn't get out of hand because I'm so different from you. You must be weird. That's just sad. It's just so disgusting. You know. Ah, man. This world makes me angry sometimes. It's just so frustrating. So how do you stay positive? This I told you that this, <laughs> this, I told you that this was going to happen. Right, at the beginning, right, I told you that listen, already I can feel that at the end of this episode, we are just going to be frustrated and just be no, because like because a second story which I wasn't even going to say because it's not that imp- I mean it's important that happened last week as well. You know the woman that took a picture naked holding her son in her lap. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that woman. She's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holcomb. Went and said that this is why yeah, your uh, women are bitches and hoes. You're raising your son to be soft. This is an obsession with raising men to be soft. I don't get it. I don't understand it. So if I don't do drugs yeah. and smoke weed if I don't and suck my pants and refer like... to people as nigger and want to shoot up the street, there's something wrong with me. If I want to get an education and not a rap deal, there's something wrong with me. If I, I don't get to it. fall in love, something wow. wrong. I don't get it. Wow. I don't understand that logic. I don't understand this. So that's possibly the biggest one. Oh yeah, you can't be soft. You can't. You must fuck bitches get money. That's it. I mean, one would, <laughs> one would what? wonder, like, okay, so all the seven plus billion people on this earth, you're telling me half that half of which are women. You're telling me that only half of this, you know, intercourse to produce children, only half of the parties are actually. You know, irrelevant. So, uh, irrele- like, 
I don't understand, especially that love thing of when like a guy decides or whatever that he has feelings for mm-hmm. for somebody. It's like oh, you're soft now, you're whipped, you're this, you're that. And it's like oh. yeah, because men are taught not to. But what what do you actually mean by that? Can you break that down to some points? Like okay, so why is he weak now? Because somebody makes him happy and he wants to make the person feel happy too. Like, I don't think about it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's something that has been said so much that they just say, oh, you're whipped. And everyone knows what you're talking about. But I don't understand what you're talking about. Like, what about his own joy is making him less? What about you wanting to go and be, you know, an actor? makes you less of a man what about me wanting to rap makes me less of a woman why does everybody keep feel they close. need to like social, social social societal constructs that's what it comes down to around the lines of gender because gender and sex are two different things mm-hmm. sex is like you know but gender and how you express yourself is mm-hmm. being policed by people who are just stupid because mm-hmm. perfect case study is drake Till today, I don't understand why so many men have issues with Drake being emotional and singing love songs. Oh, to I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Drake, oh, like Drake that. is soft. Like, yeah, Drake is like, soft. Nigga, what? Like... Because he's not friends with women as bitches, and I mean, and even though some of his music, I mean, I'm trying to think if he uses bitches. He doesn't old. use it like Does that. He? he says he makes the woman feel like. Yes, I'm sexualizing you, but I I want you to know that you have a power. Over but does he use the word "my bitches"? No, I, I don't think. I, I, I mean, I, I'm I a Drake super fan, so I don't know all his songs. Even if he did, it's not enough for us to remember. And it's like you know, and you're pushing up all these rappers who refer to you. Then you now later come and tell me that you want to do Pan Africanism <laughs> or. Or you want to do black-owned banks? You want to circulate the black dollar? Circulate it by yourself because I'm not a part of what you're doing. <laughs> you can't do it by yourself. It's very. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my money in Wells Fargo and Chase. It's, 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 that's fine. You notice all these things. That's why you know. Same thing with Black Lives Matter. And why I like them is because they center women and you know trans people and everybody else. And they just basically say the men, you know, you people, if you like, come, if you like, don't come. Yeah, Emmanuel, you brought something up. Oh my God, thank you, thank you. And this is a serious conversation I had with somebody. I always have conversations with Uber drivers. <clears throat> what is it about black people? So it's so hypocritical that you are fighting for your rights as a black man because you feel like you've been treated mm-hmm. unfairly. unfairly. But... You, you 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 don't fight for the right you don't people. no that's what i'm saying as a black man you should be able to empathize and see that with people gays, are yeah with homo like all those things like when it comes to homosexuality the african-american community is just stupid with it they've still not like embraced that people that's can be different can you believe i went that's to my auntie's house hey they're waiting for white Jesus to come back. And what happened was, um, what's it called? My friend, right? I don't know if you guys, I won't mention his name, but, um, and you know, he's homosexual, like he's gay, right? And then, um, 
he called me so i put him on speaker because we were doing something in the kitchen mm. and the way he was talking you would know that he's gay in front of my auntie right so when he cut the call my auntie was then like oh is he gay i was like yes and then hmm Stop. Not your business. Nope. I was like, Something she literally said, hmm. Something that's not your business. And she tried to be, you know, brush herself like, oh, I'm not, it's not that I don't want, I'm, I don't like them. Don't get me wrong. I accept them. Mm -hmm. That's what they will say, oh. Don't but, get but, me wrong. But why do you? Oh, say, oh, but don't bring that shit around me. I'm like. Yeah, but don't, yeah, just, they will say that, just don't touch me. Who wants to touch you? <laughs> like they say that, like niggas be like, yo, I I don't got no problem with you, but just don't touch me. And yeah. I call people, uh, like I've called my dad out before. We're in New York, and you know, one of the people who was in the suit shop we went to was gay, and obviously, and when we left, my dad was like, you know, in Nigeria, he's fourteen years. Ha ha ha! I was like, that's not funny. Oh, that's not funny. That's not a joke. <laughs> Oh that's my god, this is funny for me because like, I was like, I'm sure to him he thought funny? it was funny. Like he honestly it was funny. I was like, why do you find that funny? I was like, well, that's not funny. But it's about time that black people stop this. You know what it means to be cheated and treated unfairly. Mm -hmm. You of all people should understand that there are some things that is like out of your control. What, whatever, listen, whatever ideas you have about the origin of something, right now, this is what it is. It's there. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with it? True, true. You understand? That's how, that's how we should be thinking. Yeah. That's what we should, how we listen, should be thinking. If black men can't even respect black women that they are attracted to and want to sleep with, who else are they going to respect? That's powerful, man. That's the fact of the matter. Because, like, they wow. treat women the same way. Like, and that's how many people, you know, don't really because the people I've met have been like they don't feel like Black Lives Matter is a thing because you're still leaving out members of the community, which is wrong because the actual movement was started by three women and includes everyone. But people who use that statement sometimes, like somebody who I just saw on Twitter, they were um, rejoicing about Moonlight and he commented, "Oh, that's that gay shit." I went to his profile. He said hashtag, hashtag Black Lives Matter. Wow. Is the cast of Moonlight not black? Black lives. Do their lives not matter to you? Hmm. Or do you only... I mean, people like, don't... Care about... People jump on these um, bandwagons. Not knowing what actually, they mean. Yeah. Because for you to say you want rights for... You want, you know, equal rights and treatment and equal... Um, I guess recognition as well for black people as a black man to say that that means you I'm going to assume and correct me if I'm wrong but my assumption is that means you don't believe that thing that the slave masters said where it was like oh the bible has justified this so but right. then how come this same bible is now what you're using to say oh gay people blah 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 I mean at that point, I think you're off. picking and choosing, like, you're doing exactly the same thing the people who oppress you did. So you kind of have to be all in or not in at all. Like, if you're for freedom and for equal treatment and fairness, then be for it all the way. Doesn't make sense to me to decide when. Like, okay, can we have freedom for everybody that's black? 
unless that black person is Muslim or unless that black person is homosexual or unless that black person is trans. Like, that's not the point of this. Anyway, so I think I'm about to. Anyway, so just everybody just meditate on all this. Meditate. <laughs> Abrupt end, but we've been here for so long. Watch Get Out, Moonlight, congratulations, and we will see you, talk to you next week. Watch out for the relaunch. <laughs> Have a nice day. Happy Black History Month. Black power. Goodbye. <laughs>